Welcome back to Humans of Purpose, the weekly podcast featuring conversations with local purpose-driven leaders, leaders creating social impact through their work and fostering in a new era of social progress. We want you to listen, connect, and grow with us. Learn more at humansofpurpose.com. Merry Christmas and happy Festivus for the rest of us. I hope your time with family has been special and the food, wine, and conversation flowing freely and plentifully. Today is a one-off recovery special for your delight. I often get asked what my favorite podcast episodes are. I never have a good answer. They've all meant a lot to me and to our guests too. They're all unique in their own special way and vary given the context, setting, chemistry, mood, rapport built, and much many, many more variables that shape their own special concoction. One constant you'll pick up each week is that I'll try and stick hard to the proven humans of purpose formula, that is to present equal parts wisdom, experience, and banter. One thing to keep in mind with humans of purpose is that I'm not a journalist, I'm just a curious person who records good quality conversations that he happens to be in. So there's no rigorous research phase, deep dive, prepared speaking notes, clever quotes to pose to guests, just myself, usually a brief email exchange with the guest, and then the first five to ten minutes on the day to meet the guest and build some rapport before we record. There are many reasons for this format, but first and foremost, it's because this isn't my day job. Many people are surprised to learn this. In fact, I only really allocate about half a day per week after hours to making this podcast happen for the past three or four years. As an adjunct to this, uh, we have no financially viable way to fund the podcast to date, so I'm putting about three quarters of the running costs out of my own salary each week to make this thing hum along nicely. So why do I keep doing this for about 50 weeks of every year? It's a great question, Mike. Thanks for asking. Well, diving into these high-level conversations is fun, inspiring, intellectually stimulating, and makes me better at everything I do outside of podcasting. This year, I'm going to share with you my pick or the Editor's Choice Award for what I think is the best and most interesting podcast of the season, as well as the top 10 most popular podcasts as voted by you through your listening consumption. These episodes span mental health and well-being, data science and democratic innovation, social enterprise and game-changing foundations, the dark web, environmentally conscious solutions and more. I'll start with the editor's choice, which came in as the seventh most popular podcast of the year, and then work back from 10th most popular to the most popular podcast of 2021. We'll determine popularity as consumption uh, from the launch date till the next 30 days, so a month post-release. For each episode, I'll share some of my thoughts on what makes these episodes special and worth listening to during your holiday break, who they'll be be most relevant for, and also read you some key quotes to whet your appetite. I'm going to give you my headline thoughts in these episodes, and also I'll include some links in the show notes so you can click directly through, but I'll also give you the episode number so you can uh, have an easy scroll through your podcast directory yourself to find them. So without further ado, our Editor's editor's Choice Award goes to James Martin, episode 205, and that's on the dark web, and James is a senior lecturer at Deakin University. James is a special guy and one of my favourite people to speak to on Humans of Purpose. Picture a social and academic researcher embedded in drug trafficking syndicates and gangs in some of the world's most dangerous places. He then turns his mind to the beginning and growth of the dark web, where drug purchasing online is enabled. Through his pioneering research, he becomes one of a handful of globally renowned scholars in his field and coins the term crypto markets. 
This one is for you. If you're interested in cryptocurrency, the internet, trends in drug and illicit drug purchase and consumption here and globally. A couple of quotes from James that uh, really stood out for me in this episode. The dark web is basically an encrypted subset of the internet, and it's only accessible through a special type of internet browser called a Tor browser. This is James reflecting on um, trends in consumption. Are people going to use those drugs at home by themselves? Well, yes, they do, but probably less likely. And contrary to that, you've got drugs like cannabis, which often better to use by yourself in small groups. People don't like using them out at big festivals quite as much as the party drugs. So those were hypothesized to be increasing as well. And that's exactly what we found. Particularly here in Australia, there were very significant increases in cannabis use and quite significant decreases in MDMA and cocaine usage. Um, so that's the editor's choice. And coming in at the 10th most popular is Candace Smith, episode 187 on workplace wellbeing. And Candace is the head of wellness at AIA Australia. So this one's a great episode if you're interested in learning more about workplace health and well-being and what some of the key innovations are in that important space. Unfortunately, no impressive quotes for this one, but you can take my word for it, AIA are a major player in this space and they're going to be key players in health promotion and prevention for the foreseeable future. This one is for you if you're interested in workplace well-being, mental health, and generally um, how workplaces are looking at leading innovations in this space and how AIA is enabling that sort of workplace transformation to happen. Number nine, this is big. Episode 207, Pat McGorry, Mental Health, and Pat is Executive Director at Origin. He's one of the, Pat is one of the most prominent youth mental health experts in Australia, if not the world, and is the head of Origin, one of the most innovative and impactful organisations of its kind in the world. So this one is not to be missed. In this episode, we cover the important territory of COVID-19 impacts on youth mental health and how we can think about mental health in the midst of a global pandemic. This one is for you if you're once a youth, if you know young people or have kids, and especially if you're a human living in a global pandemic. This is really one for all of us as we navigate uncharted waters. So here's Pat reflecting on the psychology of what happens in a pandemic. There's an inability to have any control over what's happening. That's a very disruptive psychological insult to people, and if it happens repeatedly like it's happening now and almost continuously, it's starting to grind everybody down or certainly sustain something, and I think that's what's happening. So I think there's going to be a very significant generational effect here, like a cohort effect going forward. And this generation of youth might be penalised compared to the ones being before and the ones going after. But we've seen that for a while in youth mental health, even before the pandemic. This generation of young people are struggling a lot more than the previous one and the one before that. Coming in at number eight is Pete Yao, episode 203, uh, Thank You Impact, or Thank You. Um, and Pete uh, is the head of Impact, the chief impact officer at Thank You. So I've been trying to get Pete on the podcast for about two years. He was very happy finally to meet and come on, and that happened between lockdowns. And Pete talks about the revolutionary Thank You model and the transition from Thank You Water to Thank You Also. Great conversation and one of the nicest guys I've met. And I think this one's for you if you're interested in innovative social enterprise models, for-purpose organizations, and how to scale global impact. A couple of um, cliff notes or quotes from Pete during the episode. I found, honestly, a perfect alignment of what I love doing, thinking about, and also what my alignment of my core beliefs and values are. And then aligning that with an organization that really helps fulfill that mission and purpose. 
we have a 100% model, which meant that there was no equity that we ever got. So we relied on sheer willpower, pitching products, and learning on the fly. And I think the whole growth journey also taught us a lot about finding value-aligned people. As we grow, obviously a team needs to expand to handle more, more work. But one of the biggest learning journeys was not just hiring based on capabilities, but also values and values alignment too. Coming in at number six, because we had James Martin at number seven, also pulling the Editor's Choice Award, is Ethel Karskins, episode 211, and that episode is on data democracy, and she's from Savita, and also recently a senior consultant uh, at Clear Horizon. So what could be more important than democratizing data and enabling data for better democracy? I put it to you that very few things, if any, are more important than building this capability, access, and transparency in this area, and these are all key features of Ethel's work. This one's for you if you care about the role that data plays in our society and if you're interested in not-for-profit access and ability to process good quality data. I'll just read you a short quote from that, that conversation. So Savita was kind of the next chapter of Data for Democracy in Sydney, and it came from the realisation that a lot of small to medium charities, NGOs, not-for-profits were doing that amazing job with communities and society, but they often didn't have the data maturity that they needed. Well, doesn't that one ring true? Coming in at number five, ep 217, is Christian Seibert, um, and that episode's called Our Giving, and it's, Christian is at the Centre for Social Impact and also a consultant to Philanthropy Australia. I'm a big fan of Christian and the contribution he's made uh, to research in philanthropy and social impact, but also his history in developing not-for-profit regulation. This one's definitely for you if you want to understand, to better understand Australians' current patterns in giving and volunteering and the current challenges facing the not-for-profit sector. And a quote from Christian. Pure research is vitally important and helps us appreciate the kind of society that we're in and understand the complexities of it. But then, yeah, applied research and very practice-focused research, which is what the Centre for Social Impact does and what the Centre for Social Impact at Swinburne does particularly well. Some charities have actually seen giving increase and high net wealth giving has increased, but then I hear the opposite as well. There's mixed signals. But I mean, where we're at is that the charity sector has an income of about $166 billion a year. Their charity is registered with the ACNC, but the not-for-profit sector is much broader than that. Coming in at number four, EP214, Frankie Layton from The Dirt Company. Well, this one is one of my favorites. I really enjoyed hearing about Frankie's life and career journey, but also how she's melded fierce startup entrepreneurship with purpose and a desire to solve environmental problems. It's a refreshing and inspiring listen. This one's for you if you uh, want to explore innovative entrepreneurial and purpose-driven models to addressing environmental problems. And a few tidbits from the episode. We think that everybody should be price conscious. That's the world we're living in. But we also think that people should care about their impact and care about the quality of the products that they're putting on their skin, on their clothes and everything. So yes, I guess we're busting that myth around that you can't do sustainability because it's too expensive. Coming in at number three is Stephanie Vasilio from Batir Impact, episode 216. And Steph is the head of global impact at Batir. So Steph's preparation, knowledge, and enthusiasm was a standout for this episode. She speaks extremely well on a range of sensitive topics, um, especially youth mental health and appropriate solutions. And this one's for you if you want to better understand youth mental health and storytelling and the role that it plays in transformation. A quote from that episode, Storytelling is the crux of everything we do at Batir. 
We train young people to learn how to share their stories in a very safe and effective way so they're more equipped to share their experiences, whether it's with family, friends or community members or at our programs. Coming in at uh, number two, episode 197, Dov Deegan, The Specialist. And Dov is a consultant at Eastern Health and at Epworth, and he's a dual-trained uh, physician and nephrologist. This one stood out for me in how open Dov was about his mental health journey, but also in how he works at dispelling the myth that mental illness is a barrier to living a successful and rewarding life. He's living proof that life with bipolar disorder can be one of thriving, professional success, well-being, and human connection. This one's for you if you want to better understand how mental illness isn't a barrier to life or career success. And a quote from that episode. This is why I speak openly. That's what I'm trying to dispel is this perpetual stigma, which I think comes from ignorance. Ignorance breeds fear. It's the unknown. People don't know. Are you a liability because you've got a mental illness? I think the only way that we're going to change this is by being open and openly disclosing so that we can change that very culture. And I know that by coming out with bipolar disorder, everybody now knows. And yet, it hasn't influenced my position as a clinician. And drumroll, our number one episode for 2021, uh, episode 206, Kylie Moore Gilbert, uh, human rights uh, advocate and author. So um, this is certainly my pick of the year, both in terms of intrigue, general excitement, and curiosity. You notice that I'm fairly careful and restrained in my approach for this one, as Kylie has a book coming out in early next year and was loath to get into that territory. There's also a range of other reasons, which I'm sure you can imagine for that one. This one's for you if you're interested in international relations, diplomacy, Middle Eastern history, human rights, and geopolitics, and Iran. A couple of quotes from that one. I thought I was just heading there for a couple of weeks, and it would be sort of a working holiday for me, and I'd come back and continue on my way. And you know, it didn't really work out that way. I spent two years and three months in prison, largely in even prison in Tehran, and also in Kwachak prison south in Tehran. Another one from that episode. So there's a lot of pressure to just force somebody to confess, whether that be by certain psychological torture, lies, tricks, games, pressure, or even tougher measures, including stories I've heard, certainly didn't happen to me, but of physical torture, blackmail by arresting someone's family members, seizing their assets, this kind of thing. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, this shorter episode today. Uh, it's certainly been fun doing the countdown, and I think this is something I'll continue to do if the feedback's good. But I think we've got for you there 10 episodes that can really give you a lot of listening pleasure over the holiday period. Hopefully you can um, take take a bit of a break from family. You've probably overdosed on family, food and drink, and just unwind and um, get some good quality, inspiring podcasts into you, preparing you for next season. And we'll be back in the second week of January next year very excited about the new season. Um, yeah, so the podcast is flying. Uh, we're, we're getting some international recognition. Big things are happening. We've got two sponsors now and really just looking to expand our reach and um, really look to discover some new areas of focus for the year. I think we spent a lot of time this year on mental health and well-being, which was good and very relevant. I think next year I'm going to be a bit more focused on emerging technologies and solutions to some of our more endemic problems like um, climate change um, will be one of them, improving human rights and democracy 
and we'll think of some other key topics to explore too. But if you've got suggestions, you can always drop me a line. Just send through your mail at hello at humansofpurpose.com and I look forward to touching base with you very soon. Have a wonderful Sunday and recovery. Have a wonderful break and look forward to you tuning back in and hitting me up anytime um, online, LinkedIn, Mike Davis, or just via the email and um, we're lovely to connect with you. Have a great break. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button in your podcast player or the link in today's episode notes. Why not share the podcast with your networks? After all, 62% of our subscribers come from word of mouth recommendations and social shares. You could also leave us a five-star review and some kind words in the iTunes store. If you love what we do each week and want to support the show, you should join our growing community of Patreon supporters or consider becoming a show sponsor. To learn more about all of that, just head to humansofpurpose.com. 